Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Some years ago, I wrote a book called One Voice, the story of William Wilberforce, and you can order that at sunlight.com. I think it's marvelous and wish everybody would read it. But one of the things that really struck me about the life of William Wilberforce was that he was a politician in the best sense of the word. And by which I mean he actually used his influence in order to affect social change for good. But part of what that meant was that he was willing to compromise with people or he was willing to use people from, say, the other side of the aisle if they could help him move forward what he was carrying. And I think about that sometimes because in in many ways, it's so much easier if you can draw really clear bounds, right? Like these people I would never do anything with and these people I would. And yet we live in a really, in some ways, very complex world. And when I read the book of Proverbs, it fascinates me how sometimes there will be two Proverbs right next to each other that are pretty much opposite. You know, the one that always comes to mind for me is answer a fool according to his folly and so that you can like help him gain wisdom. And then the next one is like, don't answer a fool according to his folly because he's incorrigible and you're not going to be able to persuade him anyway. Something like that. That's a very rough translation. (laughs) But I think about this because I remember as a young person reading those and being like, I'm sorry, what? Am I supposed to answer or not answer? And I think the point that Solomon was saying is there's not one right answer for all fools. You have to actually exercise wisdom in order to know what to do in any given situation. And I think about this, you know, I was once doing healing prayer with a friend and a dear family friend of theirs had uh, killed himself just in the last day or two before our call. And so we were praying through that and we were praying through for her children and how they were affected. Uh, Her children are adult children, so they weren't, you know, four or something. They were, you know, in their probably 20s and 30s. And what surprised us at the end of the call, her daughter had set up a fund for donations for people who were affected by this event. And it wasn't a cause that my friend was really eager to contribute to. Uh, You know, when you think about giving money, you usually think about that as, um, as my friend Cindy would say, that is an act of worship and of warfare. And so it's a big deal to give money to different things. And in this case, it wasn't something that my friend was like, oh, sign me up. I'm so excited to contribute to this. And yet the Lord said, contribute to this fund. And we both just kind of sat there in shock for a little bit. Like, wow, Lord, that's surprising. And, but what was so beautiful is that it was more about my friend showing love for her daughter. It was like the Lord cared more that her daughter would feel loved and cared for than for, you know, whatever, actual advancing of a cause that my friend wasn't really fully on board with, what that might do. And so I think there's this part 
that is even now just really tender to me that how how sweet that is of the lord that we might find it easy to draw lines and and divide and he's like i i call you by name i know who you are and i give you wisdom in each situation and one of the things i kind of just wrestle with at times is how in some ways it would seem like why don't we all have the exact same interpretation of the scriptures I mean, in some ways, it seems like it should be pretty easy, you know, like here's the God of the universe and he has communicated to us. And so why didn't he communicate in such a way that everything would seem completely clear, you know, whether it be uh, confusion, disagreement about how the earth was formed or about how the earth will end and everything in between <laughs> the extremes of time and space, um, we can find ways of disagreeing or of having differences of opinion. And so I guess my my request, Lord, is that we would find the way to navigate differences with grace that we would say we refuse to be enemies because we're not actually wrestling against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers but that we would also recognize what you're wanting us to do in every situation lord i think about how in second and third john how john writes very short letters and in one of them it's like oh if you want the prophet's reward then simply give a cup of water to the one who is going off to minister and show hospitality. And then you get the same reward as that one who's going off to do all of the hard work. But then in the next letter or the previous letter, it's like, oh, if somebody is preaching a false gospel, don't even let them in your house. And so there's this real tension between saying who you show hospitality to does matter. And so Lord, I think about the complexity of our daily lives and ask that you would give us grace to navigate that complexity in full accord with you. And Lord, I am asking that we would be able to hold our convictions for ourselves, but then not assume that you're inviting every other person on the planet to hold the exact same convictions. I don't know why you do that, Lord. I feel like it would make life a lot easier if every other believer held the exact same convictions I do, but that's not the case. And so, Lord, I'm asking that you would give us um, the ability to hold with open hands the things that believers, uh, what we wrestle with, uh, that we would wrestle with them well and in listening to your voice and that we would be... Uh, content to give our brothers and sisters up to you and say, Lord, you convict them as you choose and convict us as you choose as well. Lord, I am asking always for more holiness in your church, for more clarity of hearing your voice, for a deeper sense of love, both for you and for those around us. I give you praise, Lord. We give you praise in your precious name, Jesus. Amen.